Welcome to episode 38, season two of Relevant Conversations for All. Today's episode is called Experimentation. You know, um, offline, we were discussing about the experimentation that has taken place over years, not just with Black people, but all types of Indigenous and people who were primarily native to the land and those that were kidnapped and stolen and brought to this land. Um, there's an example um, that moved me in particular. Um, there are many. This one we'll focus on for this podcast. And that story is uh, Virtus Hardiman. Now, he was born in Lyle Station, Indiana, which was one of the earliest Black settlements in the United States in the 1920s. And in 1928, Hardiman attended the local elementary school. Um, it was called Lyle's Consolidated School. And this was the beginning of the uh, troubles after the experimentation that occurred in his life a year earlier. So in the mid 20th century, just to get some background knowledge, African-Americans were subjected to all kinds of heinous experiments. Um, uh-huh. Right from slavery, Black people were largely used as guinea pigs during these medical experiments. And the worst is that these experiments were done mostly without their knowledge or consent. So the true nature and the purpose of these monstrous experiments were also hidden from the victims. Such was the case with Hardiman. At the age of five, okay, five years old, he was among 10 children whose parents were approached by county hospital officials for an experiment. Uh, the officials told the parents that there was a new treatment for a fungal infection commonly known as ringworm. Uh-huh. What the parents didn't know was that the children were actually part of a human experiment on extreme radiation, probably chosen because they lived in such an isolated location. Um, and probably because they were simply black. Right. The experiment left the affected children with not only disfiguring scalp scars, but head trauma. Uh, some of the reports said that the children experienced headaches, dizziness, and extreme burning of the scalp. Uh, they also lost their hair permanently. Uh, one of the parents later filed a lawsuit against the hospital, arguing that they had been misled. However, the verdict found that the hospital was not liable. Uh, many of the children were um, compelled to wear hats and wigs to cover up the effect of the experiments. Um, Hardiman was the worst affected by the experiment. Uh, for the next eight years of his life, he experienced a slow dissolving of the bone matter of his skull. So as a result, uh, he had to use hats, wigs, and toupees to cover up the deformed head and gaping hole that existed at the top of his head. Um, he went through a series of pain every moment of his life. Um, and he spent every hour of the day dressing the wound. So surprisingly, uh, this is what astonished me is that he never complained about his unfortunate situation. And he was a devoted church member. Mm-hmm. That really astonishes me because if, if there was something to be angry about, it would certainly be that. But 
he chose to be happy. He chose to remain positive. And historically, that has been the trend for Black people in America, um, overcoming the slavery to the point of choosing to be happy, and choosing to be positive and putting um, lots of trust into God in order to do that. Uh, you, right. would think, you would think that from all the heinous things that have happened historically, that uh, Black people would be bitter and just live lives of uh, just wanting to, to seek revenge, which is the, the ultimate fear of those who are guilty of committing the crimes and the generations of those who are guilty of committing such heinous crimes and experimentations. Um, you and I were also talking about the quote unquote father of gynecology. Um, mm -hmm. uh, his statues were recently uh, brought down during the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, in his head, he thought that, first of all, his slaves were property. So he utilized his female black slaves to um, experiment, to do C-sections right. and all sorts of uh, painful procedures without the use of anesthesia. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you, you touched on so many things there with regard to let's say religion, which is today, obviously uh, people have a choice as to how they worship, but when uh, the indigenous people and the people who were brought here, uh, not brought, but to your point, kidnapped and brought here, they were given the religion of their captors in order to make them more docile, in order to preach forgiveness for the evil that was being done to them, mm -hmm. both during slavery and after slavery. So in, the, in those cases, yeah, that, that's all a part of the plan. When we talk about things being built in systemically in order to control um, populations. All of that was part of the plan. And with the experiments, to, to your point, it wasn't most of America during the early 20th century was uneducated, illiterate. So right. they were targeted in order to take their children and to perform certain experiments. Adults and, and a lot of the experiments that were performed on, on Blacks and everything, you know, it was done in such a way that, you know, you thought that you were going about your everyday life a lot of times. Right. To your point offline, when we were talking even about the children, they were fed part of these radioactive products in yes. their food. Yes. So, you know, the only thing you have to do is be hungry and eat. Yes. And you right. could have experiments performed. Right. So 
it's no. like well and and i hesitate to even call them experiments like more torturous, torturous. Uh, torturous. Uh, yeah and you know in addition to being fed these radioactive uh particles of food, uh, they actually had crowns that were put on their heads. And uh, the nurses would leave the room. And of course, we now know that, you know, of course, you need protection whenever you get mm -hmm. any type of x-ray. And they would hit the switch. With Hardiman, um, in his documentary, he actually stated that he could hear the nurse said, oh, my God, I gave him too much. Wow. Yeah. Thus, the 80 years, the gaping hole, the having to address this gaping hole in his head every hour of the day, every day of his life. Um, you know, you, you mentioned the trust factor and still that astonishes me because there was still trust after right. slavery, right. after the ill treatment. You know, the forgiveness factor was still there. And, and you can't make someone forgive. Yeah. So with that, um, there is something special about Black folks. There right. is something special about Indigenous folks. There is something special about Brown folks because there is this endless forgiveness factor right. that has sustained every group that exist in the categories that I just mentioned. Um, you know, you also mentioned other experimentations, monstrosities that had gone on. Tuskegee experiment. Right. That is another one where uh, I believe it was a hundred black men. Yes. Were given syphilis. And they exactly. were told that they were going to be receiving vitamins on a daily basis. Well, what this experimentation, if you will, was set to do was to determine the impact of syphilis on the brain, on the body. Is it, exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it, even with the experiment, these men going home to their wives, girlfriends, whoever, you know, it, it was twofold. Yes. Not only what was done to the individual, but what was You're done awesome. to their partners. Because... Yes. You know, however many people they were dealing with sexually, they they ran the risk and probably contracted the syphilis themselves. Yes. And and whoever they dealt with. Yes. So, you know, it's always there's it doesn't just stop with one. Like when you negatively affect people, it always affects more than just that person. Right. Um, well, and also, when we were, like I said, the offspring as well. Exactly. And when you were um, talking about, we, we're, we're going to, I guess, do another segment on um, Indigenous Day. But the other thing that, you know, we kind of brought up offline is, you know, Black people did not just come to America in chains. They existed here as indigenous people mm -hmm. among the other uh, people that, you know, are traditionally considered the only indigenous people to the land. And, and that truth is sometimes buried in order to project that black people were only slaves. Right. 
and they existed here in the Americas in that South America and North America uh, prior to uh, prior prior to the quote unquote discovery of this land. Mm-hmm. Um, because if all life sprang from Africa, then the African inhabitants like actually went to all of the continents. But there were definitely, it was noted that there were already uh, Black people in America by the time the explorers, such as a Columbus or Mm -hmm. an Amerigo Vespucci, actually came to this land. Right, right. Now, um, also, as we discussed offline, this whole notion of these heinous experimentations, although uh, during the time that they had taken place, they were not considered to be heinous, um, were all quite detrimental without the consideration of the human on the other right. end of the experimentation, particularly if that human was Black. Right. Um, and age is a factor, as in um, the introduction of Mr. Hardiman mm-hmm. at age five, 10 children. Right. And families trusted these so-called scientists to help resolve what they thought was going to be a fungal infection, which is commonly known as ringworm. They had no idea. No idea. That's the, that's the same, you know, like when you talk about the trust factor and uh, it existed even during slavery. Yes. Even after slavery and knowing what the the colonizers were capable of, people of color, black people, and and you know, I don't want to separate them, but indigenous people, black people who were kidnapped, as well as other people of color still chose to trust these colonizers who we already knew were capable Mm -hmm. of doing great evil. And even today, that trust, that hope is there that they will come to their senses and still do good at some point. And when I, I have to put this out here Uh when we talk about colonizers and white people we're not talking about everyone right we're talking about the people who still perpetuate and persist in believing things and doing things that are evil so Mm. when we when we make those statements it's more so this this trust for those who have proven themselves to be evil, it seems like it's just a natural thing for uh, people of color to have within them and a hope to say, hey, how many times can you turn the other cheek? I mean, following Mm -hmm. the Bible to the letter, right? Yeah. Well, you know, um, just to touch on the, the religious factor, we, we do need to um, put out there and have an understanding that Africans and indigenous people had their spirituality prior to 
um, right. the heinous things that happened to them. It was just that the colonists wanted them to conform more to what they knew to be religion, but they okay. had their belief systems, you know, and that, mm -hmm. that's a whole nother episode that, that we can discuss that. And I kind of look at the trust factor and the, the whole aspect of forgiveness as like a superpower, if you mm -hmm. will, that, were, that was given to um, Africans and their descendants and indigenous people in there descendants um, and black and brown people because th that is something that is the commonality in addition to other things that we share uh -huh. um, and perhaps that is what creates the greatest fear that no matter what has been done no matter what continues to be done we come back right we stand tall mm -hmm. and we come back with greater achievement. Right. And, and I think that is the fear factor in and of itself. And that is why the systemic nature of things continues to exist as it does, because the fear is we are surpassing what they thought they could control and subdue. And everything that they've tried thus far has backfired. Perhaps, right. you know, um, you know, but, but let's bring in Hitler to this for a moment, because uh, the United States, this country was very quick to point the finger to oh, Hitler and the Manglers. Now, they were well-deserving of having uh -huh. things pointed to and well-deserving of um, being taken over and done away with right uh, for what the heinous things that they have done but what i want to point out is that hitler's ideas came from watching american history right um he watched the experimentation well long before dr mangler was was doing his horrible things right to the jewish right and the, the experiments they done right here in the United States. The experiment that uh, we just spoke of started in the 1930s. Yeah. So if you look at the Holocaust and everything that happened in Europe, it really started picking up in the 30s and mm -hmm. then stretched in through in, uh, World War II. Oh, yeah. However, you know, if we look back into the 1800s at eugenics. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Here in America. Yes. And uh, you, the experiment that you described with the, the radiation, you know, all of the things that we were doing here are things that they just picked up in yes. Germany and continued. And then not only that, after the war, after we said, hey, the Nazis are evil, and we brought these scientists to North America, yes. And yes. South America, yep. in order to further experiment, further both experiment. here in America and to launch our NASA program. Oh, yeah. So, and pay you know, who was evil? And pay them well. Right. So as we said, in the, well. yes. So as we said in the last podcast, we recorded who are the savages? Is that who are the savages? Right. Um, exactly. You know, 
we we watched historically as Hitler began his process by eliminating the feeble-minded, as he referred to them, the disabled. Um, he had different categorizations of levels of intelligence and who needed to be removed from this earth so that his SS and twisted thoughts could thrive, right? Where did he get that from? Well, the United States was doing that too. Right. The United States did that. I mean, you know, and even if you want to venture out, venture out beyond the, the heinous things that were done to Black people and Indigenous people, let's talk about Willowbrook in the 70s. Uh, Willowbrook was yes. an institution that housed um, children with special needs who stayed there into their adulthood. Um, when I say special needs, we're talking primarily Down syndrome. Mentally uh-huh. challenged, mentally disabled. Um, these, again, and I use this term loosely, these scientists fed these children, these young adults, their own feces. Uh-huh. Because they wanted to test the effect of hepatitis on the human body. Now, they felt that because these children and young adults were housed in these horrendous institutions, literally in straitjackets, living in their own filth, some starving to death because they were not being fed. This was the scene in the United States, you see? But at the same time, the United States continued to point its finger at different countries in different places while hiding these things right who are the right well we outside of that with the experimentations we the only thing we have to look to are the wars that were started right Mm -hmm. in africa and other places like Mm -hmm. where did the people get the weapons in order to kill one another off if not from a superpower nation and over and over again you know like the colonists the people in power here in the united states have proven themselves to be the true savages and not to care about people whether it's experiments torture slavery uh having people killed in other countries and on other continents um, again and again. And we wonder why we can't get a policing law passed. Right. Or, you know, why voting is, they're trying to restrict voting or to overturn uh, what the people want done in elections. Because they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's simply it's simply a power play. Mm-hmm. What's best for the people in power is what will happen and whatever can maintain that. And unfortunately, that's at any cost. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's interesting that you should say that, you know, but I look at it on a much broader scale. You know, evil can look the same. Yet be enemies right so you can have two people yes. in the same shade and then yet 
you know, their enemies because one might be of this persuasion, the other of that. Um, but yet, if there's a common enemy, and that common enemy being Black people or Indigenous mm -hmm. people, they will join together. Absolutely. That force. Yes. So when we look at um, Rwanda, right? Mm -hmm. There were no weapons like that in Africa. There were countries supplying, European countries supplying right. these things, these weapons. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, yes, there are still people behind those guns pulling the triggers. Right. But they didn't have that weaponry. They exactly. You know, but they've done that to Native Americans as well, haven't they? You know, here you go. You go onto your reservation. Oh, uh, we'll allow you to have these businesses, casinos, and then we'll, we'll throw a little alcohol in the mix there. Right. You guys drink up a bit. Oh, and, and mm -hmm. don't let's do weapons too. Right. What better way to get rid of certain people by having them right. well, themselves. And then you can say, oh, well, you don't want to go there. You don't want to live in this neighborhood. Or watch out for these right. because they kill each other. They might kill Because they're, they're, they're savages, right? But, you know, to, to your point about the neighborhoods, like any large city where there's a poor section or the quote unquote ghetto, that's that's what has happened. It's been, right. you know, like drugs, guns, everything dropped in in order to make sure that uh, that people hurt one another and themselves. And it ends up that uh, the story is twisted instead of saying that they're being fed these things. Mm -hmm then it ends up that, oh, they just miraculously, these things miraculously appeared and, right, right. and they decided to use them against one another. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, things like this, things that we are talking about today, things that we have talked about in the past and we'll continue to talk about um, is why the 1619 Project keeps getting slammed down because when the truth is revealed, those who have uplifted themselves and put them in a light of being higher and superior to others now don't seem so superior. Are not higher. Okay, we're talking about non-humans who have projected themselves in a position of advantage through this systemic system that they've created. Um, and by keeping the truth hidden, they've been able to maintain their status. The fear, mm -hmm. again, in part two, is knowledge. Educate right. yourselves. Know your history. Know other people's history. Because those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Exactly. So, so quickly we come to the end of this week's podcast. But uh, we could talk about this and many other topics forever. Right. Again, if there are any questions or if you have something you'd like to add or something that you would like to talk about or even be a guest mm -hmm. on our podcast, please feel free to reach out to us. You can do so through Spotify or Anchor, or you can hit us up on Instagram. All right. Well. Thank you again for joining us. Stay safe and we will be back very soon.